Go down at once for your people, whom you brought up from the land of Egypt, having corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them, and have made for themselves a molten calf, and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed to it, and said, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen these this people, and behold, they are an obstinate people. Now then, let me alone. God said, Now then, let me alone, that my anger may burn against them, and that I may destroy them, and I will make you a great nation. We can say that God's angry Anger was great at that point. Worshiping imagery is an idolatry. Listen, if you have a picture of Jesus that I think Leonardo da Vinci might have painted, or, uh, or a copy, I should say, of that, that is not Jesus. That is not Jesus. You can't worship that picture looking at that and just think, you know, that's what I have in place of Jesus. Worshiping images or even images of Christ as statues, that's not what we worship. Now, at Christmas time, we might have decor, but we don't worship it. It's just letting us know that it's a season that we celebrate the birth of Christ. Listen to what Jesus said in John 4.24 when he was talking to the woman at the well and they were talking about worship. This is what he says. He says, God is the spirit, is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. You don't look at an image. You worship him in spirit by the truth of his word, of knowing him. So worshiping images is idolatry. It is against God. Worshiping angels. So many people are so infatuated with angels, but we don't worship angels. Colossians 2.18 says, Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self-abasement and the worship of angels. In Revelation 19.10, John came upon an angel and he fell at the angel's feet and the angel was speaking to him and the angel said this in, in John 19.10. He says, Do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. The angel said, Don't you dare worship me. Don't fall down at my feet. Get up from there. Angels are created beings. It's just another part of creation that we don't worship. We worship the Creator. When God blesses you with many things and you have possessions and you have wealth, you don't worship the wealth or the 
the things you worship, the one who blessed you with it. There are those who worship demons. They play in the demon's hands like putty. There's those who worship the dead. That supreme loyalty in our heart to anything other than God is wrong. Covetousness. Unlimited desire. Unlimited lust for things. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, For many walk of whom I often told you, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite, whose glory is their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. We can enjoy the things that God has blessed us with and has entrusted us with, but he gets the worship. He gets the adoration. He gets the thanks. Idolatry is listed in some of the vilest sins in Galatians 5, 19 through 21, it says, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, which I forewarned you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Very emphatic. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. Idolatry defiles a person. It's, they become spiritually impure. It pollutes the soul. Why we need to flee in idolatry. Idolatry is not of a believing Christian. We get to verses 16 through 18. Let me just read them over again in our text. It's not the cup of blessing which we bless as sharing in the blood of Christ, is not the bread which we break a sharing in the body of Christ. Since there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Look at the nation Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices share in the altar? The cup of the blessing 
the last cup of wine drunk at the end of a meal as a final testimony for thanks for all that God has provided in the Passover. It also was the third cup passed during the Passover feast in the upper room on the night before his crucifixion. Jesus have used the third cup as a symbol of his blood shed for sin. The cup of blessing we bless. We are thankful for the sin-atoning death of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and sharing the blood of Christ. When, when believers participate, they are sharing the blood of Christ. They're sharing the body of Christ. Sharing, meaning we have something in common. Idolatry. Look at verses 19 through 21. What do I mean then? That a thing sacrificed to idols is anything or that an idol is anything. No, but I say that all the things that which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to become sharers in demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of the demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? We're not stronger than he, are we? The, the thing sacrificed has no power. The thing sacrificed to has no power, nor does the, the physical idol. More, more than not being anything, the physical idols represent that which is demonic. Satan wants us to Worship imitators of God. But not God. That is what the golden calf was all about. There, there is never nothing divine behind an idol. But there is something demonic. Satan is the prince of the world system. And he rules the world. With the aid of his demons. The psalmist speaking of Israel tells of her following pagan uh, practices to the extent of sacrificing. In Psalms 106.37 it says their sons and daughters to demons. A, a Christian cannot drink the cup of the Lord in a cup of of de from the for the demons uh, cannot partake of the table of the Lord or the table of demons. Christians are not immune from the influence of demons. When we willingly ignore the Lord's way and willingly flirt with Satan by setting up idols in our lives, you need to be careful. The Bible says that Satan is sly and cunning. I was listening to, to David Jeremiah this past week and uh, talking about angels. Uh, and he said that 
angel, the, the Satan appears to be an angel of light. He tries to appear to be good, to entice you, for you to have that attitude, oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I, this past Wednesday night, we looked at uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 24, 25, and 26, and, and it was about Moses refusing to be called Pharaoh's daughter. And I, I really meditated over that scripture and was just th- trying to think of what I would have done. Pharaoh's daughter, and some there's a debate over whether Pharaoh's daughter was Pharaoh's only child or not, but if, he, if she was, then that would mean that Moses would become king. That means that he would basically have the world. He could do a whole lot. He would have riches and wealth. He would have a name that would be looked up to. He refused. That's what verse 24 tells us. He refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter's son. He chose to be an Israelite, to be a slave. And so in thinking that, I was thinking, you know, what a worldly thought that could really come into our mind would be that, well, hey, I could do a lot more for God being a king than a slave. No, he couldn't have. Why? Because he wouldn't have been obedient to God. Because God talked to Moses in the burning bush and said, go, set my people free. God's way is always the right way, even though Satan wants to show us and say, hey, there's, there's this way. It'd be so much easier. We need to flee from it. John warns, if anyone comes to you and does not bring the teachings, do not receive him in your house and do not give him greetings. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds, showing that hospitality to false teachers condones it. It will provoke the Lord to jealousy. In Deuteronomy 32, 21, God said, made me jealous with what is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their idols. It is detestable sign of unbelief. Paul questions in verse 22. We are not stronger than he, are we? Are we stronger than God? Are we smarter than God? 
and always the, the big evil of mankind is we're trying to make God be like us. Aren't you thankful that God is not like us? That he's holy, that he's righteous, he's forgiving, he's loving, and he has wrath, and he's jealous, and he's a just God. A lot of times we want to call out and say that we need justice. No, we don't. We don't need justice. We need mercy. We need grace. And that is who God is to us. We need forgiveness. We're sinners. And only God, only the true God, can give us what we need. And no idol can do that. They can't do nothing. They're a piece of wood, some of them are. They might be a piece of metal. They're just some created thing that cannot do anything that God can do for our, for us. He is all-sufficient. He is supreme. He's all-glorious. And if we don't live our lives toward him in knowing these things, it's probably because we have an idol. And we think all we need is that idol. Whether it's wealth or whatever it is. What is it? What is it that you put before God? We, we can't put our children before God. God gave us the children. They are a gift from God. So he gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. Who do we go to when our children are sick? God. When we have a supreme need, who do we go to? We go to God. He's sufficient. He's all we need. It doesn't matter what the tragedy is or what the problem is in our life. We praise Him. We give Him thanks in all things because we know who He is. He's sufficient. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Our Father, Lord God, we come, Lord. God, reveal to us any idols that we have in our life, things that we put before you. God, and convict us. Let us cry out to you, the all-sufficient all-gracious, all-loving, all-forgiving God. And let us live our lives for you. God, strengthen us with your Spirit 
each and every day and show us the way. God, if there's someone that doesn't know you today, God, put a desire that would lead them to you and help them to grow in you. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and sing number...